The Heavy Duty Parts Report is brought to you by Find It Parts, your ultimate destination for heavy duty truck and trailer parts. Discover a vast range of parts at finditparts.com. Ready to purchase the parts discussed in today's episode? Head over to finditparts.com and get them right away. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about the heavy duty parts you buy and sell and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. Do you repair trailers? We are giving away a ProCheck 720. This is a commercial trailer automatic light and electrical tester valued at over $1,000. It takes just five seconds to enter. Go to jamieirvin.ca slash giveaways. That's jamieirvin.ca slash giveaways. Sign up today and you could be the new owner of one of these awesome tools. Working as a repair technician can be a very rewarding career, but it also is a very physically demanding job. I've never been a heavy-duty mechanic myself, but I had a contracting business, and I know what it's like to drag yourself home after a tough day at work. And when you're talking about heavy-duty parts, I mean, these are big, heavy parts. And so this can really take a toll on the technicians. In this episode, we are going to talk about a feature tool that has been designed as an elevated service platform for servicing heavy vehicle disc brake assemblies. And I really wanted to talk about this tool because we're always on the lookout for recommending ways of making the life of the repair technician a little bit easier. Mark Keegans is the Managing Director of BrakeMate. Mark, welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report podcast. Thanks very much for having me, Jamie. It's great to be here today. So I did an episode last year with Marathon Brake, and we were talking about how air disc brakes are becoming more and more prevalent in the industry. We've seen that just grow year over year. I mean, especially in transit, but also in commercial truck. When did it become apparent that the industry needed a new tool? If you take a look at the industry, just right from a worldwide perspective, Air disc brakes have been on vehicles in Europe long before they hit the shores of North America. Back in the early 2000s, 2003, 4, and 5, Bendex started researching air disc brakes. They saw the writing on the wall. But in 2010, the National Highway Traffic Safety Association began looking at stopping distances on heavy vehicles. And in 2013, they implemented a reduced stopping distance. It went from 315 feet, I believe it was, down to 250 feet. And that's really when people started paying attention to air disc brakes. Like you said, Jamie, they had been around on transit vehicles, not nearly to the level they are today. Really, in the motor coach industry, they were around probably at the beginning. They got into the trailer. And now we're seeing the last numbers that I saw was that 25% of the heavy vehicles right now have air disc brakes. All the manufacturers are now offering them as standard on their vehicles. And with those types of numbers, it's only going to go one way and that's up. Um, The nice thing is it's a much better process, although people that have been in the industry may disagree with me on that one. 
We did an episode about uh, the cost per mile impact of air disc brakes. And one of the things I, I talked a lot about was the maintenance of the air disc brake over the traditional S-CAM brake and how there's fewer parts and it is easier to maintain. But at the same time, we're still talking about large, large, you know, heavy calipers and rotors and the whole work. So it's, it's taking a toll on the repair technician either way. I'd love to hear the story about how you designed this product. I think the story starts, you know, as, as the, the fable goes a long, long time ago in the world of Oz. On a serious note, though, we are going to Australia because that's where the product was developed. The company that developed the product is called Tulip, PTY. And what had happened is there was a gentleman working in a heavy-duty repair shop And he looked over one day and he saw the grunting, the groaning, the pry bars, and then finally a couple people having to work on the air disc brakes. A light bulb went off, as the saying goes, and it was like, there has to be a better way. So that's literally where it started. It was designed in a shop for technicians for hands-on application. And, you know, since we came to North America... We've done a lot of testing, we've done a lot of modifying, and we're just listening to the end user. Really, what are your pain points? And, you know, in many respects, that can be a bit of a play on words because there's lots of pain points on the body when you're doing air disc brakes. When you introduced it to the North American marketplace, was the reception uh, different than in Australia and other countries, maybe in Europe? No, it was actually introduced to Australia first and then North America second. And the the comments were, wow, this is incredible. Nine out of 10 times, you'd hear a comment, no more sore backs. You know, I've heard comments, where was this when I threw out my back? And the, the big difference between North America and perhaps Australia or Europe is that here in North America, we have a lot more manufacturers of air disc brakes. You know, you've you've got the big players, Bendex, you've got Meritor, you've got Hendrickson, you've got ZF, and the list goes on and on and on. And each braking system has its own little nuances to it. So really, we got to the point where our system will work on all makes, all models. But I have not ever been in a shop where I've had negative comments about the equipment. So for the people that are listening to the podcast, and and we've got also viewers that watch on YouTube, but I'd like you to describe exactly how BrakeMate works. And we're going to make sure that there's links in the show notes so that people can watch the video later. But maybe just describe to us exactly what we're talking about when we talk about BrakeMate. When when we talk about BrakeMate, although that's our company name, It was the basic premise was two pieces of equipment or two trolleys, as we would call them in Australia. One trolley was designed to take the caliper off. And it doesn't matter whether your caliper is at 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock. I've seen calipers at 6 o'clock. It takes the caliper off without the technician physically having to lift the caliper. A caliper on its own, 65, 70 pounds easy. In a wheel well, in confined spaces, That's a tough lift. So the first table we would use is, you know, the the caliper table. We have a rod that basically fits onto a clamp. We extend the rod, secure it, raise the caliper, it clears the rotor, and then you literally slide it out. 
Okay, it's, it's that simple. We use linear bearings so that you can even lift this 65 pound caliper and rod and swing it back and forth with two fingers. Doesn't matter how old of a technician you are or how young of a technician, it doesn't matter whether you're very muscular or you're lean, doesn't matter whether you're male or you're female. You know, as I say, our equipment is no respecter of persons. Now, the second table is an air over hydraulic table, and that is used to take the hub and rotor assembly off as a complete unit. And the nice thing about it is that you raise it up to the point of level with the hub and rotor. You secure two wheel bolts to the machine. We have a ram that basically pushes against the axle or the axle spigot and it slides out. So in many cases, you might find that a hub and rotor are seized or a little hard to, to get off. I mean, I've been in situations where guys have been in the wheel well with a pry bar because it's been stuck. And it's like, hang on a second, guys, let me show you how to do it. And it literally slides off because we're using a 10-ton ram to slide it off the, the axle. Once it's off the axle, you can then separate the hub and the rotor on the machine. And if you can envision two tables at a 90 degree angle, that's basically what happens. We create a workstation. You slide the rotor off the hub and rotor table. It goes on to a Lazy Susan. You turn the Lazy Susan around. You've got your new rotor. You slide it back and mount it onto the hub. Very, very simple. Eliminate multiple people. And unfortunately, in today's society, with everything that's going on with COVID-19, and we hear about social distancing, our tool was designed for social distancing before we haven't heard of COVID-19. You know, and the other thing about it is that oftentimes, a brake job is a two-person job. They'll require a second set of hands to be doing something. Ours is a one-person job. So the fact that we can free up somebody, and people actually like doing brake jobs now because there's no stress, there's no strain. So that's a quick overview of how the equipment works. I mean, as you had said, there's, there's links for the website, and there's a video there that you can actually see, and I'm more than willing to answer any questions people have. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with Mark from BrakeMate. Mark, what is the impact on the repair technician's body? Let's talk about that a little bit more in detail. Depending on the type of heavy-duty workshop that you're in, some, some locations have uh, a no-bend rule. Some locations work on hoists that are in ground. Some are above ground. So there are no two workshops that are identical. But as a sort of overall riding rule, you are putting excessive force on your shoulder joints, on your elbow joints. If you are physically bending and picking things up, your lower back is being pushed and strained incredibly. If I take a look at whether it's Canadian workplace safety laws or OSHA in the US, they all have weight limits of how much a person should be lifting. And I can guarantee that hub and rotor far exceeds that weight limit. A caliper on its own far exceeds that limit. There have been situations where trailer facilities have a, a caliper at the six o'clock position and they loosen the caliper bolts and the caliper drops to their thighs. I mean, can you imagine a 65 pound weight dropping on your thighs repeatedly for years and years and years? 
And, you know, if somebody twists the wrong way. So the potential injuries are very, very high. And the one thing I've always looked at is, you know what, the most important asset that we have is our people. And we have to do whatever we can to protect our people. And sometimes our people don't want that protection because they're used to doing things a certain way. But the reality of it is, is that there's an onus on us to protect our workforce. And then once we use BreakMate, we alleviate all of those risks to our technicians. Now, from the perspective of the repair shop owner, most repair shop owners that I know, especially the independent ones, they have a a tight-knit kind of group of mechanics working for them, technicians working for them. They're usually pretty good friends. They kind of, they work together. They work hard together. Sometimes they play together even. They want to do what's right by those technicians. But at the end of the day, they're still a business owner and they have an obligation, really a fiduciary obligation to make profit because if they don't make profit, they can't provide long-term employment for these technicians that work for them. What impact, when you think of that old adage, time is money, What impact does your tool have on the finances of a shop? Let me just preface it by saying this. The only thing that we can't get back is time. And the only thing that we cannot always get back is this muscular muscular structure of our bodies. When your shoulder is gone, if you have to get surgery, you're looking at a year for recovery. That's a lot of time. For a shop owner, that's a lot of money. Um, when we look at the actual removal and replacement, if you will, the re and re of brakes, on average, our numbers are showing about an hour decrease per wheel end. And the thing about it is, is that obviously, like anything, there's, there's a level of adaption. There's a level of onboarding, if you will, in terms of using the equipment. There's also that factor of change because we as human beings tend not to like change, but in today's society, we're really being forced to do that. And so there's time savings. There's employee satisfaction. How many times have employees phoned in sick the next day because they did a break job and their back is killing them? They may not have torn anything, but they're just in pain. You know, so there's that side of it. Right now, we know that technicians are a scarce commodity. And there's not a massive influx of technicians. And to be honest, I've never been a technician, but I've been in plenty of shops. And I look at the work they have to do, the grunting and groaning and the sledgehammers and the pry bars, and there is a better way. And so, you know, I look at it from a actual financial cost. Yes, we save time. So right away, you're saving time. You're also freeing up time to do other work, work which can generate additional revenue. If you're, on a, if you're a shop that charges flat rate fees, that job is going to get done much quicker. If you're in a situation, i.e. transit facilities that I've gone into where they allocate 12 hours for a break job in the entire bus, well, that can be done in eight hours. They may not be a for-profit shop, but they have a finite amount of money that they can spend. So there's a savings there as well. And really, you know, depending on what your hourly rate is, depending on what your fully burdened costs are, it can add up very, very quickly. And in a very short period of time, you can get your return on investment and the equipment will pay for itself. And then lastly, the thing to to give some consideration to is 
I've made presentations in front of large groups. And I, the, one of the very first questions I ask is, okay, out of all of you here, how many have not had a person go off on a back injury? There's usually not very many hands that are raised. And then I ask the question, what does that cost you? And I've had low numbers from 15000 as high as $100,000. Now, in Canada, we've got worker safety, you know, which insures us and insures the employer. In the U.S., a lot of the companies are self-insured. Can they afford that kind of money? Can Canadian business afford their premiums to go up? Again, speaking to the very first question, time is money. And it's not just about the repair job. It's about the bigger picture. So I hope that answers the question. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I was also going to ask you with your tool, it's you have ad, uh, ways of adapting the tool to help with other wheel end parts. Can you just speak to that for a minute? Yeah. I mean, as I said at the, earlier on there, Breakmate, the company name was based on the product, the two trolleys. When we got into the market, one of the things that we, we learned very quickly is that there's, the bulk of the shops don't have just air disc brakes. They've got drum brakes. So one of the things we did is we developed a drum adapter that goes onto our equipment so that people don't have to worry about the heavy lifting associated with drums. Historically, we thought it to be just used for brakes. It's used for seals. It's used for bearings. Recently, we developed a product that is designed for bearings and bushings and trailers. And so what we really want to be able to do, Jamie, is to be a resource for the shop. We know that there's a lot of pain points there. Talk to us. Tell us what it is you need, and we'll help you get there. I was in Canada, and they were having issues with seized hubs and rotors. And although this is breaking, they were taking it to a press, or they would use a sledgehammer, or they would try a pry bar. A lot of time, a lot of potential for injury. And we developed what we call a V-splitter, and that is used to, to separate seized hubs and rotors. And again, it was just out of the need of the market. And, you know, I, I mean, a long time ago, somebody said, it's very easy. All you have to do is listen to what hurts and try to develop a solution for it. And that's what we're doing. You know, we're, we're a manufacturer. The company's been around for 80 years, ISO approved. It's got its own engineering involved in several different segments. and. Um, we have the resources to help you solve your problems. If there's one thing you'd like our listeners and viewers to take away from today's conversation, let's leave them with that one thing. Oh, that's a tough one. Well, first of all, I, I think the, the first thing or the preface is, is I want to thank everybody in the heavy trucking, transit, and motor coach industry because they are a lifeline to our society. and. I have never realized it or I've never felt the impact as much as I do today. And so right now, I just want to say thank you. And that's from the bottom of my heart. That's got nothing to do with Mark at Breakmate. Now, for Breakmate, the one thing I would say is that there is a better, safer, easier way to have your technicians do air disc brakes. And it's through Breakmate. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with Mark from Breakmate. 
To learn more, go to breakmate.com. Links are in the show notes. Mark, thank you for being on HDPR today. Jamie, thank you so much. It's been a privilege. Have you subscribed to our weekly email yet? Go to jamieirvin.ca slash email and subscribe today. Never miss out on any content or great deals again. Go to jamieirvin.ca slash email and subscribe today. I'd like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile over purchase price and... Let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the independent service channel take care of your commercial equipment.